Let's check out your headlines for today. London City Hall's COVID-19 vaccination policy is set to end. A report going before the Corporate Services Committee today recommending ending the vaccination policy for staff. Uh, The policy has been in place since the fall of 2021. The policy applied to both City Hall staff and city politicians and required municipal employees to be vaccinated or provide a valid medical or human rights exemption. The policy was challenged by former City Councilor Michael Van Holst, who claimed he had an exemption via an online creed called the Order of Freedom. However, last year, the Integrity Commissioner disagreed and ruled that he violated four counts of the Code of Conduct. The committee will consider repealing Council's vaccination policy today. At noon, London police are investigating two stabbings that took place in as many days. The first stabbing happened early Sunday morning when a man reportedly broke into a home on Maitland Street and stabbed a person inside. Police believe the victim and the suspect knew each other. The second stabbing happened early Monday morning in the area of Clark and Gore Roads. In both cases, a man suffered serious but non-life-threatening injuries. Another man was arrested. London police also continue to investigate a possible drug lab in the south end of the city. Police were first called out to the property along Commissioners Road East between uh, Rideout and Huntington Drive last Tuesday, and the cleanup is still going. Workers in hazmat suits were on the scene Monday afternoon at the home where police allegedly found potentially hazardous material and equipment. Police believe it's the site of a cannabis extraction lab. The London Fire Department, OPP, and the Fire Marshal's Office were called in to assist with the investigation. A waste management company is also helping with the cleanup. This is not the first cannabis extraction lab discovered in the city, although two previous ones have exploded. This one, of course, did not explode. Few details about the investigation have been revealed, but last week London police did arrest two people at the scene in connection with a drug and weapons investigation. Uh, Here is something to consider as we enjoy a summer-like week weather-wise in London. Power crews in Quebec continue to work to bring thousands of hydro customers back online six days after last Wednesday's ice storm. As of 4 a.m. this morning, Hydro-Quebec was reporting nearly 14,000 homes and businesses still without power. That's down from a peak of 1.1 million Last Thursday, the weight of freezing rain split tree trunks and sent branches crashing onto power lines. Residents still suffering from some of the most complex outages are in pockets of Montreal, Laval and Pontiac. A long-standing debate in London has made its way down to St. Thomas. City politicians there will discuss today whether to allow chickens in residential areas. The debate comes after a resident asked last month for permission to raise multiple hens on her property. In response, councillors asked for a report from city staff. The debate has been a popular one in the region in recent years. London rejected an effort to allow backyard chickens three years ago. Earlier this year, Strathroy Caradoc shot down the idea over concerns of avian flu. There are some municipalities that do allow it. They include Kitchener, Guelph, Brampton and Niagara Falls. And it was another successful year for London's Food Bank Spring Food Drive. Uh, The 36th annual campaign kicked off at the end of March. It wrapped up yesterday. Jane Roy, the co-executive director of the Food Bank, 
says Londoners have been incredibly generous. Roy says as of yesterday, they had collected 72,000 pounds of food. That total includes donated food and monetary donations. That's up from last year. A final tally has not been released. The food bank's next food drive will be in June. Even though the food drive has formally ended, Londoners can drop off non-perishable items in donation bins at grocery stores. Checking out the price of gas, you'll be charged $1.55.9 on average for a liter of regular in London today. That's the same price we've been charged for five days in a row now. Regular, premium and diesel have all been level over that period. In sports, the Toronto Blue Jays will play their home opener tonight against Detroit. The Blue Jays started the season with a 10-day road trip due to renovations at the Rogers Centre. Toronto's going to honour former first baseman and 2023 Hall of Fame inductee Fred McGriff, who will throw about the first pitch. You can hear the game on 980 CFBL starting at 7 o'clock. In the NHL, the Toronto Maple Leafs beat the Florida Panthers 2-1 in overtime. John Tavares scored the game winner. The Detroit Red Wings lost 6-1 to Dallas. At the Women's World Hockey Championship, Canada beat the United States 4-3 in a shootout in the final preliminary round game for both teams. Checking out what happened on this day in history. In 1506, construction began on the new St. Peter's Basilica at the Vatican under the guidance of Pope Julius II, who enlisted the talents of Michelangelo and Raphael. The original church had been built in the 4th century. The new one was not finished until 1626. In 1755, British doctor and surgeon James Parkinson was born. He identified what became known as Parkinson's disease. In 1768, fire destroyed one-third of Montreal. It was one of several major fires in the communities in the 1700s. This was a time when most of Montreal was built out of wood and there was no fire pump. The only way to fight fire at the times was with pails of water. In 1814, Napoleon Bonaparte abdicated as Emperor of France. He was banished to the island of Elba. In 1890, John Merrick, afflicted by a disfiguring disease that led to him being known as the Elephant Man, died in London at the age of 28. In 1917, Hockey Hall of Fame broadcaster Danny Gallivan was born in Sydney, Nova Scotia. He broadcast more than 1,900 Montreal Canadiens games between 1952 and 1984. In 1940, women were allowed into the Quebec Legislative Assembly Chamber for the first time. In 1947, Jackie Robinson broke baseball's color barrier when he made his Major League debut playing in an exhibition game between the Brooklyn Dodgers and the New York Yankees. In 1970, Apollo 13 blasted off on a mission to the moon, but an onboard explosion on April the 13th crippled the spacecraft, forcing it to return to Earth four days later. In 1971, Toronto doctors performed the first successful operation in Canada to separate conjoined twins. In 1991, a permanent ceasefire in the Persian Gulf War took effect. In 2002, the UN established a permanent international criminal court for crimes against humanity. In 2012, George Zimmerman, who shot and killed an unarmed 17-year-old Trayvon Martin on February February the 26th, was arrested and charged with secondary murder. 
In July of 2013, he was found not guilty. In 2019, police in London arrested WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange at the Ecuadorian embassy on a court warrant that dated back to 2012. And on this day in 2020, opposition parties agreed to support the Liberal government's massive $73 billion wage subsidy program in response to the COVID-19 pandemic. Happy birthday to Paul, who turns 42, and Christian, who turns 25. You share a birthday with British broadcaster Jeremy Clarkson, who turns 30, uh, 63. Pro wrestler Goldust is 54. Canadian pop star Lights is 36. And Joss Stone also turns 36. 